Hello, all my amazing moms out there. This is episode five, and it is day three of my Mastering Intra-Abdominal Pressure with Breathing Workshop. So today, day three is going to be all about relieving tension. The tension that we hold within our bodies can really affect our 360-degree breathing technique, which is what we learned about yesterday on day two of the workshop, which then affects how we can manage our intra-abdominal pressure. All right, can't wait to talk about this. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Power Over Pop podcast. I am pelvic floor fitness coach, Christina Supernaut. I am a certified personal trainer. My goal through this podcast and through my services is to bridge the gap between pelvic floor physical therapy and getting you back to more traditional fitness. You can do exercise with pelvic organ prolapses. It is not the what, it is the how. Let me show you. All right, here is a disclaimer. Everything that you hear in this podcast, everything including my services, my programs, is all knowledge collaborated and combined from my specialty certifications in pre- and postnatal fitness, as well as postpartum recovery. It should not be used as a medical diagnosis. This is all education and empowerment here. I always highly, highly suggest that you go see a pelvic floor physical therapist. They can give you a major insight into your body's functions, how everything is working together, the state of your pelvic floor, and give you the foundation you need to do fitness with me down the road. Hello again. So day three, this is episode five, day three of mastering intra-abdominal pressure with breathing techniques. So you can power over your pop symptoms, releasing tension. That is what we're going to go over today. So this is just a general releasing tension, excuse me, is a general technique that I use for all my members and my clients. But You know, we're looking at kind of in this day and age where um, we have a lot going on in our environment, a lot of added stressors. This might be even more vital. Excuse me. So I know personally my pelvic floor during this whole pandemic that we've been going on is kind of taking a hit. Okay. Stress and us holding tension um, really affects our pelvic floor. So I know that I had to be pretty diligent about my exercises uh, or I'm seeing my symptoms more. So relieving tension, basically tension that we hold within our muscles affects how we're able to, or the quality of our 360 degree breathing, which is what we went over in that day two. So yesterday, if you did not see that or see that video on my group, or you didn't hear the audio, check back with me and um, I can get you hooked up with that. 
If we cannot get a good quality 360 degree breathing technique, we will not be able to manage our intra-abdominal pressure, which means every move that we make, we could be bearing down into our pelvic floor or out into our healing diastasis recti, okay? So it is vital that we bring awareness to this tension and relieve it where we can. All right, just a reminder, everyone, a good inhale. So that good inhale is going to go all the way down into the basement, quote unquote, or your pelvic floor. So we're looking for that basement level, pelvic floor, releasing and lengthening on that inhale before we contract with that exhale. You have been practicing that 360 degree breathing. So I want to kind of see what you're gathering from that data. Are you connecting to that pelvic floor? Do you feel your pelvic floor releasing and lengthening on that inhale? Different positions, laying on your back to all the way going to standing. Do you feel a difference in how you're able to release and lengthen that pelvic floor? Are you shallow breathing and causing that diaphragm to actually get sucked up into that rib cage, which then causes it to not connect with your pelvic floor and then turn not releasing, not lengthening through that pelvic floor. Number two, are you holding tension within that pelvic floor, which is actually then causing you not being, not being able to get that inhale into that basement? Okay, so that's kind of where we're at today, looking at that tension, seeing if there's some tension in that pelvic floor, and if it's prohibiting your 360 degree breathing. Okay, so backtracking a little bit here, and I know I mentioned it a little bit yesterday, but every muscle in the body that is functioning needs to be able to lengthen before it can contract and function the way it's supposed to. This includes that pelvic floor. I want you to think about a bicep curl, okay? We all, we all love them. You know, bicep curls, get those muscles right in the front of your um, arm there, upper arm. If you were to hold a bicep curl all day, so holding it in that contracted position all day, what would happen to that muscle? It would become fatigued. And if you needed to use that muscle to pick up an object, would it have enough strength to be able to do that? No, because you never let it lengthen and release and then be able to give it its all with the contraction. Same thing with the pelvic floor. A tight pelvic floor is not necessarily a strong pelvic floor. Because just like with the bicep curl, if you're holding constant tension in your pelvic floor, in those pelvic floor muscles, and then you ask it to, to contract, to hold in urine, or to hold up muscles, or hold up organs, it's going to say, no, I am too fatigued. You have been holding me tight all day long. So this kind of brings us to uh, the verbiage of hypertonic pelvic floor and a hypotonic pelvic floor. Hypertonic pelvic floor means high tone, okay? So that means you have tone in your pelvic floor. You are unable to relax that pelvic floor, at least consciously, okay? Um, hypotonic is just the opposite. 
So you have decreased tone in that pelvic floor. It can be a mind-body connection. So it could just mean that you can't connect with that pelvic floor and you just need a little help with that. Kegels are amazing for a hypotonic pelvic floor because chances are it is just weak and you need to strengthen it by connecting. Hypotonic pelvic floor can also be caused by nerve damage. So you really need to make sure that you don't have nerve damage and that's what's causing that disconnect or that disconnect of firing. Kegels are actually not good for a hypertonic pelvic floor. So when you have increased tone or increased tension. Because if you think about it, and we can bring it back to that bicep curl again, if you are tensing up, and then you try to tense up even more, you add on more tension with further contraction, like a Kegel, you're gonna further fatigue that muscle. Because remember, a muscle needs to lengthen before it can contract and gain strength. Because that's how they gain strength, is through a full contraction. You can't get a full contraction if you're holding tension there. Exercises for today. So first and foremost, meditation, relaxation, whatever you want to call it, you need to relax your muscles in your body. I would recommend five to 10 minutes a day if you wanna do it in the morning, if you wanna do it midday, if you wanna do it before bed, it doesn't matter. You need to release these muscles in your body. We hold tension in other parts of our body. So we hold tension in our shoulders, our jaw, um, our abs. Um, I do talk a lot about upper ab gripping in my full uh, program that I offer because um, that is a huge um, pressure management issue is gripping those upper abs. So meditation or full body relaxation is going to help bring awareness to the areas that you're holding tension. If you are holding tension in other areas of your body, it is probably guaranteed that you are also holding tension in your pelvic floor, okay? Especially us that have these prolapses, we feel this urge to have to, quote unquote, hold in our muscles by gripping our pelvic floor muscles, either subconsciously or consciously, okay? Um, been there, done that, know how it feels. When I was in pelvic floor therapy, the first two months of therapy, she totally prohibited me from ever doing a Kegel um, until I could relax my pelvic floor muscles because I couldn't. I would squeeze and they would just stay tense. And then I didn't have a very strong contraction and that's why I was having leakage. Just think about that for a minute. So that kind of also gets me to introduce pelvic floor physical therapy, um, I think should be mandatory postpartum for every mom, okay? Just to get your pelvic floor evaluated is so key in your recovery. I know that pelvic floor therapy um, can be outside kind of the scope of your healthcare. I know that I paid out of pocket pretty hefty for a while um, and it was hard. So I understand where that's coming from, but if you have the means or if you're if you have good insurance that covers pelvic floor therapy, please, 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 please get evaluated. They have special tools. They can do internal exams 
They can check to see if you are hypertonic versus hypotonic. And if you determine which one you are, that will help us with the next steps of your recovery. Because depending on what you are, just depending on the tone that is in your pelvic floor, really determines our course of action as far as therapy and your um, fitness routine. Okay? So meditation, relaxing the whole body. That is your first exercise. You can find um, guided meditation on YouTube. I actually linked a, I think it's under eight minute um, meditation session into the summary of in my newsletter. So I do a summary each day on the, um, the workshop. So if you are not on my mailing list, let me know, send me a message, or I will um, hook up the link to get on my newsletter, and then you can get the summaries. I do have uh, a link to a YouTube meditation, guided meditation on there, so you can check that out. Otherwise, just sit still for five minutes. Think about relaxing all the way from your forehead, your nose, your jaw, your neck, your pelvis, your belly, your knees, all the way to those toes. So think about each body part and actively release it. Next up, trigger release. So you can take a ball, and I would suggest maybe a larger, softer ball to start out with. Okay, we are going to actually locally release those pelvic floor muscles. And this actually gives you an idea if you have any tension areas or any tender areas. Um, and that will let you know if maybe you do have some hypertonic um, tension going on. And you will also find out if you have one side that maybe is more tense than the other. Okay, I have other ways of finding this out as well. Um, and we talk about how it, in my full course here, we talk about how the inner thighs are kind of a window. The inner thighs and the glutes are a window into that pelvic floor. So chances are, if there's tension going on in either one of those areas or either one of those sides, then it is reflective in your pelvic floor. So back to trigger release. Trigger release, you are going to take that ball and you're going to put it on the inside of your sits bones. So your sits bones are your pelvic bones. So if you touch your, your glutes here and you feel the two bony pieces that you sit on, those are your sits bones. The ball actually goes on the inside of that sits bone. And then you kind of roll it back and forth, um, in and out a little bit. You don't want to roll right on your um, vaginal area or on your urethra. So it's just going to be on the inside of that sits bones. Then you switch it to the other side. So you're going to go to each side and kind of roll in that area. If you find a tension area, and this is true for any kind of myofascia release, you um, hold on that tension area, let it release, and then move on to another one. Okay? So now that you have done this release, you've released your pelvic floor, you need to give it permission to stay lengthened until you need it, right? Until you need to do that contraction because you don't want to hold that tension or have that tension come back and hold it all day long. You want it to keep released and relax until you need it. So you're guaranteed to get that full quality contraction. So 
one of the uh, strengthening exercise or the stretching exercises that I have people do after they do the trigger release is the happy baby pose. So that is laying on your back, knees are out wide, feet are close together. Okay, so it's kind of like a crisscross applesauce on your back. And you're just breathing. So this is a great time to focus on your 360 degree breathing and getting that rib cage moving. So breathing in and out there, releasing that pelvic floor, no contraction, just that natural contraction with that exhale, okay? I have a link to a video that includes the trigger release as well as um, the happy baby pose. They are on my website. I will put the link into uh, the brief of this and it'll be on my newsletter uh, with the summary for today as well. So you can check that out. Next up, so you have released with the ball. You have given permission to lengthen with the happy baby pose. Now long-term. Long term, we need to strengthen within this new flexibility or this new lengthening. And that's where total body strengthening comes in. The pelvic floor, like we talked about in day one, likes to be kind of an overachiever and likes to compensate for other muscles. So you need to give it permission to stay lengthened, stay released, stay ready to do its job by strengthening the muscles around it, okay? So this is the fun part, everyone. This is where you design together. We design a program for you, a fitness program that incorporates pelvic floor lengthening and contracting and strengthening the muscles around your pelvic floor, as well as strengthening the muscles in your upper torso to support your pelvic floor. These are the exercises that I was talking about at the beginning of this episode where when I hold a lot of tension in my body, I hold that tension in my pelvic floor. So if I am stressed and I'm not doing my exercises on a regular basis, I feel my pelvic floor symptoms. But if I am working actively to keep these muscles lengthened and contracted and strong, then I don't have my symptoms. This is where the power comes from, folks. Power over your pelvic floor, power in knowing what your body needs and you taking action to do that. All right, thank you so much for listening. This is day three of the five-day mastering pressure, interdominal pressure with breathing techniques. The live portion, so I have a live video that will be in my group. If you go to my page, Power Over Pop, Facebook page, you will see pelvic floor dysfunction and fitness group. Come join us. It is a great community of women that are going through the same journey as you. I love giving information. I love explaining things. I'm kind of an anatomy geek. So ask me questions. Uh, if I don't know the answer, I will most certainly try to find them for you. Also get on my newsletter. I am doing a bi-weekly newsletter that will explain um, different programs that I'm doing, uh, different challenges that I'm doing. So get on that. I'd love to have you. If you ever want to hit that reply button and ask me a specific question, I will write you back. 
I also offer a free chat as well. So a 30 minute free chat. We can um, talk about your journey. You can tell me about your story. I'd love to hear it. Everyone has a different one. So please do that. Otherwise, have a wonderful day and I will see you tomorrow for day four. Bye. Hey, would you be interested in a 45 minute free coaching session with me, pelvic floor fitness trainer, Christina Supernaut? If you are, head over to poweroverpop.com, click on the free session and apply today. I want to hear your story. I want to know your experiences, what's working, what's not working, your goals, and how you see your fitness in the future despite your pelvic organ prolapse. So again, apply today at poweroverpop.com. Can't wait to hear from you.